Welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm Melissa Friedenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. Pearl Planning is a financial planning and investment management company located in Dexter and Gross Point, Michigan. We work with clients all around the country. The purpose of our podcast is to explore specific financial topics and provide advice you can use in your everyday life. Hello, and welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. This is Melissa Freidenberg in the Gross Point office. And today I am going to be talking about how much house you can afford. Not only is this a topic that comes up in financial planning, and specifically when I work with divorcee clients, that's one of their biggest things is trying to figure out what their new financial picture is and how much they can spend on their home, whether it's purchasing or renting a home, um, just knowing what you can afford as far as percentage of your overall expenses. And also very timely because of the current real estate and interest rate environment that we're in. So I'm recording this in at the end of April of 2022. And if we look back a year ago, loan rates for a 30-year mortgage were just around 3%, slightly less. Now, um, this month, they hit 5%. That's a 2% increase year over year, and that makes a big difference. If you were to look at a $500,000 home with a 20% down payment at a 3% fixed interest rate, For 30 years, your monthly mortgage payment would be $1,686. So that was about a year ago. Today, that same home at $500,000 with 20% down would cost you at 5%, dollars a month. So that is a large increase in what you're paying over the course of your loan. It makes a huge difference. On top of that, we have a supply crisis. So there are not that many homes coming to the market, and there are more buyers than sellers, which is driving up the price of homes. So I thought this was a really timely topic because, uh, you know, obviously, if you've been looking for a home as mortgage rates have crept up, you may want to stop and just make sure that you set a limit for yourself on how much you can spend every month on your mortgage payment. So I'm going to go a little bit into financial planning and what we advise and look at, but do keep in mind that everybody's situation is different. What might be right on paper might be different for you because you have other circumstances in your life. Just take this as a guide, not necessarily as a be-all, end-all. And of course, if you want to discuss your personal situation and really find out how much home is right for you as far as your monthly expenses I do encourage you to meet with your financial planner or set up a time to meet with one to really go through that. But this should give you some guidance to help you along the way. Now, a very popular rule is to follow the one-third rule, which basically calls for a third of your after-tax income to go toward living expenses, whether this is your mortgage payment along with taxes and insurance on your home, which often is included in your mortgage payment. Or if this is rent, that means with the one-third rule that a person earning $3,000 a month after taxes should not spend more than $1,000 on housing. 
And this is a pretty good you know, starting point. And I do just want to mention that there are other factors when considering how much loan you can get approved for. So maybe if you have really good credit and you have some other assets, even if they're earmarked for other things like retirement or a business investment down the road, you may get approved for more than this one third of your income. I do want you to consider that and be honest about what your actual income is, either individually or as a couple. And another thing to mention here is oftentimes people buy their first home when they're thinking about starting a family, or maybe they've just recently gotten married. So do also think about, are you going to go down to a one income household if you both work now and you were to have children and start a family? Is that something realistically that you can afford on one income? Another way to look at that is to look at your gross monthly income and to spend no more than 30% of that gross monthly income on housing. And using this calculation will actually allocate slightly higher percentage than if you use the post-tax income. This is not just a recommendation by financial planners. The government has, in fact, recommended that people spend no more than 30% on housing costs since 1981 and considers people who spend more than 30% of their gross monthly income on housing as cost burden. So definitely something to keep in mind. Now, I will point out that in expensive cities with high rent prices or in this particular environment where, you know, housing is very competitive, so maybe you fall in love with a home and in order to get that home, you have to offer over asking. That is something that is hard sometimes to stick to that one third rule. So If you're planning to buy a home, it is better to be patient and wait for one within your budget. So I do encourage anyone who is currently home shopping to sit down, pen and paper, calculator, Excel spreadsheet, and really figure out what that income is, both your gross and then, of course, your after tax, because that can be much different. And I know, as I mentioned, that everyone's situation is different. If you're like many Americans and you do have credit card debt, is that your total debt, including credit cards and student loans, shouldn't exceed 36% of your gross monthly income. So those are just some outlines of kind of what that looks like. And I am always blown away by the number of people who have no idea what their gross monthly income is, whether it's because your income fluctuates, right? So maybe you are Uh, self-employed and or seasonal as far as uh, income, maybe an annual bonus at the end of the year. So if you really haven't sat down and averaged out your monthly income and expenses and really figure out how much you can afford, because again, if you started your home search a year ago and because of low inventory, you did not find a home that you liked, things have changed so much that your price range of you were looking at as affordable a year ago in the $500,000 range, for example, that 20% down at 3%, that monthly 1,686. And now that base amount is up to $2,147 at a 5% 30-year fixed. So something to keep in mind and just kind of revisit. Now let's talk a little bit. One thing that kind of snuck up on me that I was not expecting, when you go to purchase a home, either online when you're looking at the MLS or if there's like a sheet in the home, it will show you the taxes 
for the previous, at least the last year, sometimes the last few years. I know you can look that up online, the history um, dating back. And sometimes that gives you a false idea of what that monthly tax payment is going to be because after two years, those taxes become uncapped. So for instance, the home that we purchased two years ago about, uh, the people were the original owners and they had lived there since the 80s. And so their taxes were quite low. And when our two-year cap ended, the increase in our monthly payment, that because we pay our taxes with our monthly mortgage payment, was shocking. It takes my breath away. And in fact, we did a previous podcast with Hill Mortgage with Jill and Laura. I'm going to link that in the show notes because they do address that. And that is one of the biggest causes for people to go into foreclosure is that increase of tax payment when taxes become uncapped. So it's certainly something you want to look into. You can look at some comps in the area and get an idea of what that amount would be. And especially now with home prices, the prices of some of the homes that are going for sale now in my area here in Gross Point. So you know that when the city looks at those comps, that's going to increase your taxable value on your home and then therefore increase that monthly payment that you're going to have to make. So just some things to keep in mind. You know, I love to be positive. So I am going to end this on a high note, but... I do just want you to be aware of certain things that you need to consider when thinking about what your maximum home price is when you're home shopping. So I do just want to put this in perspective here. And actually, um, last week, I met with an older client of mine, and we were talking about uh, rates and where they were locked in on their mortgage. And this particular client remembers that their first home that they purchased, mortgage rates were about 14%. And... So while for people like myself, when I think about what mortgage rates were at historically, just to kind of go back and look, um, we're right now at 5%. That is about what the 30-year mortgage was in 2009. Really, as much as that seems like a dramatic increase, and I'm sure they will go up from here as the Fed is planning on raising interest rates, which is certainly correlated to the home loan rate. If we look at, again, where we are now, the lowest 30-year mortgage rate recorded was in December of 2020 at 2.68%. But that was in a time of a pandemic where people were not necessarily going out and buying a home, right? And if we look at the highest ever mortgage rate uh, recorded, that was in October of 1981, and the 30-year was at 18.45%. And just to give you an idea, I do not think mortgage rates are going anywhere near that, although that was a similar period of high inflation. If you were to look at that example of a $500,000 house with a 20% down payment at a rate of 18.45%, that monthly payment would bounce up to $6,174 a month. So again, at the current rates, $2,147. Again, I do not think mortgage rates are going that high, but they are going up from here. So my point being that even as they do creep up, as interest rates go up, we are at a low compared to historic rates over time. It is something, though, that you do want to keep an eye on when you're figuring out how much house you can afford. 
I hope you found this episode helpful. As always, if you do find it helpful and you have a friend that is currently shopping for homes and could benefit from this information, please do share this episode with them. I would greatly appreciate it. And for all my realtor friends out there, I hope that inventories increase for your home purchasers. And thank you for listening. You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're interested in learning more about Pearl Planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter also found on our website.